Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your spiritual growth, personal growth, vocation, and calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Well, hey, Chris. Hey, Tracy. Hey, man, welcome, my friend. And welcome you, all of you, to the very first Next Step Leadership podcast. Man, I cannot believe the day is finally here. And I am nervous as a cat as we start (laughs) this thing together. But, dude, I feel like this is going to be important and it's going to be cool. Next Step Leadership, what do you think? Well, Tracy, uh, it is an honor to be involved with you in this and have conversations uh, together. And then talking to other people. Uh, We have talked about um, this for many years, uh, for like a decade and a half. And and we've been living this, uh, helping students learn how to take next steps and helping one another uh, and challenging each other uh, to know how to take the next steps in life. And now we have an opportunity to to have dialogue with each other and and hope that we will encourage other people, um, especially in this time of uncertainty, that we will uh, encourage people to be willing to take the next steps to make a positive difference in this world. Well, I was I was thinking about what to do today. You know, I thought we got to tell people who we are. So I want to take gossip. Some... We're going to gossip about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, this is a little uncomfortable, but but uh, tell us a bit. I mean, we've been working together, uh, partners for over fifteen years. Yeah, uh, at the collegiate level. But before that, man, I, as I was thinking about why in the world would we want to do this, the thing that I think we have most in common is that we care about developing other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I came from uh, music education was what I thought I was going to do. And man, I went and played with a band and, and I was out on the road. And I was always concerned about the, the people as we left them, and those, particularly the students. Where, what were they going to do next? How can they sustain this? You know, we're, we're both people of faith and uh, we've, uh, we care about how people are going to continue to grow and what they're going to do for the future. So, um, I realized, man, that I was a pastor when I was on the road. Yes. So when I got home, I went into student ministry. So I worked with you know kids like from grade seven to grade twelve for about eighteen years, and and then the, the Lord, as He often does, I got to work in the middle school for a year, and then I, I went to Emmanuel College and worked with again teenagers, helping them. At the end of the day, it was all about how do they continue to grow as followers of Jesus and as leaders potentially in the kingdom of God. And and that has really been and still remains at the forefront of everything I do here in the church world. And discipleship is about next steps in following Mm -hmm. the Lord and next steps in life. Yeah. And I want you to tell more about your bio and a little bit about who you are and what all you're doing. And then I'll tell some of my story. But before you say that about yourself, let me say this about you. Um, there's so much talk these days about leadership. You know, it's just like leadership everywhere yeah. <laughs> and finding faults with, giving suggestions for, uh, and, and, all of, and all of those methods of communicating about leadership. Uh, but what we want to bring is the very thing that I have seen in you, that I see in you. Whatever your title, whatever your position, whether we are in a business meeting together, making, making decisions about the future, or discussing problems that need to be solved, or dreaming and coming up with wild ideas about possibilities, you have a, 
a pastoral heart. You have a you have a caring heart, and it's and it's not that type of leadership where it's leadership of command and control. Mm. It's leadership of care, and we want that to be the tone and the mood of what we're talking about as as we kind of dream and, and envision next steps to take. Uh, this is yeah. not well. We have all the answers. This is the, these are the next steps to take. We are traveling with those who who will be listening to us, and we will be continuing to learn from one another with a with a heart of care, not control, but with a heart of care because we personally we want to make a difference, but we yeah. want to encourage other people to make a difference as they pursue what is the next step. Um, so tell us a, a little bit more about your bio. Uh, uh, think about the music side. I love to to listen to you play music, and and I love it when you lead. And I've seen you develop and bring uh, healthy discipline to students as their own character uh, development was occurring. So talk to us about you. Well, music. Um, I think that's a wonderful gift of expression, but it's again, it's most beneficial and it's most enjoyable when it's shared mm-hmm. you know there's nothing like um playing with other individuals and you know music there's a we were talking before about you know what what is it about music that that kind of coincides with leadership and there's a, there's a concept in jazz where it's called comping and comping is that it's kind of a slang word that really means accompanying you know, when you're playing behind the soloist. And, and while, I, you know, I'm a decent soloist, I'm not a great soloist. I'll never be a fantastic, virtuosic kind of player in that regard. But I do think what I do pretty well is to create a vibe, to create a mood, to create a, a place where other people can solo. So when I think about next steps together for us, um, I'm thinking about, you know, we're creating an environment where people can excel. And you mentioned leadership. I, I've had a a hunger and a thirst, and I still do. I feel like you talk about not being experts. Are you kidding me? The most intimidating part about doing this is thinking, well, gosh, what do I have to say that anybody might want to, to, to know, you know? But here's the thing. Um, I've got better questions than I have answers these days. But I know this, that if we travel along together and lean on each other, that we will be, uh, was the old adage is that none of us is as smart as all of us, that nice. I can learn. My wife says this all the time. She says, you know, you can learn from anybody. Everybody today that you're going to meet, you know, you can learn something from. So I guess if we're going into this thing thinking, okay, what can I learn? What can we learn together? What can we learn from the people who will come alongside this journey with us? That's what gets me excited, man. Mm. Now let's turn that around. All right, Chris, tell us some about Chris Maxwell. Well, the other part of you is your roles in the local church. You're involved in the ministry position at a local church. Uh, you play in jazz bands. Uh, you've served as a dean of School of Christian Ministries at Emmanuel. I mean, in all of these roles that you have had and the roles that you have right now, Everything you're talking about, I see you living it out genuinely with a pure heart, uh, and so I've I've loved watching you in each of in each of these roles. So thank you, thank you for uh, not just telling but showing. Um, you know, it's one of the the themes of of writing and communicating is, is show not tell, and you haven't been one who is only telling 
or informing us of what to do, but you've shown us. Uh, I love the way Jesus, the illustration Jesus used, let your light shine mm-hmm. so that others will see your good works. Not just hear your good words, but see your good works mm-hmm. and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And uh, yeah, so for me, uh, you know, I pastored a church in Orlando, Florida for 20 years. Uh, the last 15 years, I've been serving at Emmanuel College as director of spiritual life. And love that. I just love the time uh, with our students. Um, such an honor uh, to be there and to listen, listen to their stories and to help them find the new avenues to make their next chapter of their stories uh, better and, and more effective. Um, and um, doing a lot of writing. I'm a, a writer, ghost writer, editor. I help a lot of other people write their stories. I've written, I've written 10 books. I've been editor and ghost writer. Wait, wait, wait. For, stop a second. How many books? Ten, yeah. Ten, wow, wow. Yeah, I'm intimidated, man. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, it's it, it's therapeutic for me. It's, it's therapeutic to write uh, f- for myself, and then to hope, and then to see others uh, have their lives influenced, and to see them be encouraged uh, by that. You you were talking about uh, music, and, and again, you're such a great musician, and I love the the jazz angle of, of where this can go is, is it as we talk about next steps and, and how next steps as leaders can make a difference. Um, I, I think about it also from the athletic perspective. And uh, as you know, I'm not the tallest person in town. So in my old days of playing a little basketball and then my years of, of coaching basketball, uh, I was I was a point guard. And then as a coach, I depended a lot on the, on the point guard because the point guard uh, is is that player uh, in the team who in basketball is like the quarterback? He's he's yeah. making the decisions. He's he's adjusting the momentum. He's he's designing the pace, and and he his goal is not to always be the highest scorer. If that is the goal, then he he's not fitting that role. Or maybe the coach has someone else that's actually the mental leader, the mental coach on the floor, but. I want I want our leaders to learn from basketball to learn the importance of passing passing the ball or passing the responsibility on to the to the big man under the basket or to the guy who can hit a three uh, so that we are choosing to pursue assists uh, we are those that help guide the right decision to bring points on the scoreboard. Um, that's that's leadership, and, and and if our name's not on the scoreboard, uh, that's fine. We are okay with that. Absolutely. Uh, but we want to win, um, and we believe these next steps can help us find ways to to call the right play, to make sure that right play works and it works well, and and we get the ball to the right people, and and that's exciting because we're not talking about just on the court of a game of shooting hoops. We're talking about on the court of life. Uh, and in the in the jazz illustration, we're talking about the song of life. This is the music in in, in the key of grace uh, of how God has called every one of us to be world changers. And one of the key roles that leaders are to play is as servant leaders. Let's encourage others and guide them for their next steps. That's so good. Wow. You know, I also know that you don't just write. You spend a lot of time every week in your office coaching 
You know, counseling is probably the right word, but it's so much more than that. Uh, students know your heart. They know that you are for them and you want them to succeed. So you really are applauding their, uh, I almost don't want my name on the scoreboard. I just, was it Truman that said it would be amazing what we could accomplish in this world if we didn't care mm-hmm. and got the credit? Mm-hmm. You know, I want that to be the tone and the tenor of, of, of what we're doing here at Next Steps. So that, that's what we're about. That's, I mean, this is who we are. We're just two. I'm a granddaddy. You're a granddaddy. You're a daddy. You're a husband. I'm a husband. Uh, we get to serve. And you've been a senior pastor. And all I've ever been is somebody who comes alongside a senior pastor. And I think that's my best role is to comp, you know, come alongside mm-hmm. and create that, that space for, for us to, to solo and occasionally do a little solo. But man, that's really not where I'd rather be. So. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should talk about why. Yeah, that's this good. Deal. What, what? Yeah, take us back to uh, as you were thinking about this. You know, yeah. what? What are the key points? Uh, just the, the key theme. What do you want to be the takeaways as we are having these conversations? Absolutely. Well, we've all been probably to conferences were some kind of workshops where you maybe heard from you know five speakers or ten speakers. Maybe it was two days or one day, or maybe it was you've done a lot of, of uh, maybe you listen to a bunch of podcasts. I mean, there are weeks when I may listen to a dozen podcasts. But here's the thing. Coming out of a conference sometimes, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant, man. There's so much great stuff there, and I'm taking notes like crazy. You know me, man. And, and I'm underlining, and I'm highlighting, but my biggest struggle is not being overwhelmed by the massive amount of content. Mm. And you think about all the podcasts and all the information that's out there. It's just, I need to distill it down to what's that one thing or that two things or, or think about in the meetings that we've been a part of, Chris, you know, the most important part of any meeting is not just the structure of the meeting, but at the end of that meeting saying, okay, what is the one thing? What's the next step? And put those out there and put a date by them. And who's going to be responsible for that? And we're going to hear back from that. So what is that next little, it might just be a micro step, but that practical application uh, that we need in life. So the next step to me is if it's the next step, a decision I need to make, something I need to start or something I need to stop. And it's not five things, but it, man, it's probably one thing, maybe two things. Make sense? I love that, Tracy. I, I feel like we are so bombarded and overwhelmed with with information, with data, and we have such long lists that that we may not be doing any of those things that are suggested on that list. So the less is more mindset can be a big, healthy perspective for us to take. Uh, I, I meet with with a lot of pastors who are struggling, and and you know they they're just so worn out from the many many things going on, especially now with this COVID, and and then uh, we're living in this world of uncertainty that none of us really know what's next. But we can we can take the approach of I'm going to do what I can do next because I'm planning a few of the best things possible. Um, so so I, I, I'm talking to pastors. Okay, let's shrink it down. Have, have a service, have a church service where your sermon, every part of the song list and everything else occurring in the service itself is summarized in a sentence or a word. Mm. Or a word. 
I talk to a lot of writers and I'm helping them write their books and it's like they have so much to say and we have this big this mm. this massive information I'm like shrink it if you if you cannot summarize it in a sentence you either do not know what you are saying or you haven't been Ouch. able to adjust it uh, in, into that summary statement that makes a difference. And, and I think that's important for us to, to provide that for people. You know, just like, like today, I mean, several different takeaways that we could give. But as we are starting this, the next step for us has been, let's stop talking about doing this and let's do it. That's right. That's you know, right. we've talked about it. We, we have yeah. wanted to. Many people have asked us to do this. They, they want to hear from us. They love talking to us, and they want to hear our ideas. But, okay, the next step is do it. Mm-hmm. Just take one step, and then that one step can lead to the next step. But we never would be able to get to one of those future next steps if we hadn't taken the initial next step. That's so good. I can't wait, man. Man, this has been a good start, hasn't it? It has. It really Amen. has. And thank you. Thank you so much for participating. And, and I'm excited about uh, the future that we will have together as we enjoy Conversations Next Step. Because we want your next step to be your best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. Visit his website at chrismaxwell.me. Follow us on Twitter at cmaxman or ctracyreynolds. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at casualamericans. New music coming very soon. We release Next Steps Leadership each Thursday, so join us again next week on The Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I just want to get you started.